right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me, always, is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. Hey, what's up, everybody? Sean, how you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you? It's pretty, pretty solid, although, although, there is one sad thing about today. That's freezing outside? It is, it is freezing. We're here in Illinois, it's like... It's winter. Think, yes. <laughs> winter, winter. I think the, the real feel of today was like negative seven or something like that, but it was really like 10 degrees. But other than the than the, the sad, cold, miserable weather, another thing about today is, so as of today, as we're recording this, it's November 12th. Today is the one year anniversary of the passing of Stan Lee. Oh, Stan I didn't the know man. that. Yeah, that is sad. Yeah, I was going to bring like it up. Way to start our episode on a bummer. Look, we we can only go higher from here, but it's I just true. I just feel like it was an important that we acknowledge that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we did a whole episode about him, and we could talk more about him, but yeah, it's crazy because I saw it online, and it doesn't seem like it's been a year. I could have sworn that happened earlier this year. I didn't realize it happened last year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I remember recording the episode. Because uh, we actually didn't record that. Man, did we not have a studio yet? We recorded that one um, not I at your house. Think, I don't think we did. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah. Did we? I don't think we did yet. Maybe I think this didn't. is like, I think we had the idea that we were going to create this studio. Well, we, but we hadn't even started yet. No, because we didn't start. Yeah, we started this year. Yeah. We started in like what February or something? Yeah, I believe it was February. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But yeah, it's it's been a year, man, since we we lost the legend. So, you know, just rest in peace up there. And uh I don't know, like I said, I just Yeah, thank you for everything you did. Yeah, we it's important that we, you know, acknowledge that. But um on a brighter note, one of Stan Lee's greatest creations, one of the ones he's most proud of is uh, many will argue, including himself, I believe, his favorite character of all time that he created, Spider-Man. Right, so we we know that we got that uh Into the Spider-Verse movie this year. Sure. Jeez. Yeah, I think it was this year. We got the Into the Spider-Verse movie this year. Great, great movie. It did well. Uh, uh very very positive feedback on it. Won an Oscar, crazy, and uh, we got the announcement that there is a confirmed sequel for February of 2022. I don't remember the exact month. I think it's February, but I know for sure the year is 2022. I saw that too. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. It's good news. It is good news, man. And they, uh, the little teaser trailer showed uh, more variations of the the Spider-Man logo. And there's plenty and plenty, plenty videos online of people breaking it down and talking about each variation of the logo and what it means and which Spider-Man it represents. But moral is that we're going to get more Spider-Man in this Into the Spider-Verse movie. We're going to see more variations. It looks like they're even going as far as like um, 
getting some of like live action versions into it. Like there was, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but there was a a Spider Man that Japan created that was nothing like our Spider Man, but he wore the same costume. He had a giant robot. Do you know anything <laughs> no, about this? No, I don't this? know anything about this. It's real, it's basically just imagine Spider Man and the Power Rangers mixed together. <laughs> like he was a Spider Man with a Megazord, super weird. But there's been rumors that one of the logos hints towards that. So I don't know. That's crazy. Okay. And it was live action. It was live action. It was not a cartoon. So it's just pretty much Power Rangers. It was Power Rangers, but yeah, dude was in a Spider Man costume. Crazy. I feel like I learned something new every podcast. <laughs> what else are we here for? Man? I don't know. If you're learning something new, just imagine how much our listeners are learning. Yeah. Except for the ones that know way more than we do. This is true. Yeah. All right. And for those people, thanks for still listening because I know you probably scream at us quite often. They're like, of is. course, there's a Spider-Man in Japan. Yeah. But yeah, man. So more alternate versions of Spider-Man. Which sounds great. I love the first one. Super excited for the second one. But good segue into our topic <laughs> of the day. I feel like you're trying to skip all the banter that we do in the beginning Alternate now. Version. You're definitely just trying to bypass it. You're trying to keep it all comic books. What? I want to hear about you. I want to know. Nothing to I want to know how your week's been. Exhausting. What's new? What's so old? Tired. I want to hear how how is Nick oh, doing? Oh my gosh. I I don't get. <laughs> I feel like it catches you guard. Like I've done it several times in a row. You should expect it coming. I don't now. know what it is, man. It's I can get on here and talk about comic books all day, but just talking about myself, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it makes me feel real uneasy. Give us, give us one new thing. I don't know. I Come have no on. Idea. You could be like, hey. Me and two of my friends just started this new company. We met with our first client. Oh, yeah, that happened. You're one of the friends. I'm one of the friends. So why didn't you go with that? You have something, because I was asking you what's new. You didn't ask me. Whatever, man. What's what's new in the life of Sean? Well, you see, one of two of my close friends and I got together. (laughs) (laughs) You're the worst, man. You're the worst. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We We started some work. We've improved our lives is what's happened. Okay, air quotes. I've started somewhere. I don't know how you feel over there. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say, homie. Whatever you say. All right. I feel like that was good. That was good banter. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Are you ready Today's Today's episode. There we go. So we're going to talk about alternate versions of both the Justice League Mm -hmm. and the Avengers. Yep. So you being our our leading DC expert, me being our leading Marvel expert. I talked expert. about the Avengers. By experts, we mean we know slightly more than the average person about these these properties. Um, you're going to talk about Justice League, Avi, and I'm going to talk about the Avengers. And uh, we're going to have some fun today, man. Yeah. A Different lot of research versions. went into this episode. A lot of research. I mean, <sighs> notebooks were used, PowerPoint presentations. Images drawn on the whiteboard in the studio, all types of stuff. It was just, it was, it's like a full blown hour lecture up in here. It was. 
We taught a class at one point. It, it was insane. It insane. was insane. So do you you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Oh, you better believe you're going first. Oh, I'm going first. Yeah. All right, guys. So, I mean, the way I kind of did this is I... Oh, I wait. S- so how do you want to do it? Do you want to go back and forth? Or you want to just give all of I yours? just want to go all of them. <laughs> Rip the bed. I'm gonna I'll rip the bed. I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw up a bunch of information. All right, guys. And then you can do the same. <laughs> all right. If all right, just so just expect to not hear my voice for like the next forty five. I mean, minutes. you can comment and I I would love to hear reactions. All right. But oh my god, really? It's gonna be a lot. Mmm. Oh. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Or my favorite word uh, you've pointed out to me. Golly. Golly. <laughs> Unbelievable! I got a new one. You, you'll you'll find it later. All right, I look forward to it. All right, all right. So I started. Uh, I mainly stuck to Earth One, right? So for those people that don't like follow comics that closely, so there's like the whole multiple Earths. Um, you know, both Marvel and DC basically do their own you know versions of it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I stuck with Earth One because within Earth One there have been several different versions of the Justice League, and then I did a few here and there uh, on different Earths. So I'm not gonna dive into a credible amount of detail. I'm just gonna kind of give you a preview of several of the different teams. Um, yeah. yeah. And by you know, hopefully Earths, I, you, know, you mean alternate reality, like parallel, parallel Earths, dimensions. Yes. It's, I guess is a. Not necessarily easier way to describe it, but a more uh, maybe familiar way to describe it for some people who don't understand, like, you know, Earth 2, Earth 3. Basically just means, like, it's a parallel dimension. So right. something slightly different happened, and now this is, you got Earth 1, which is the main Earth, and then, like, uh, the smallest event could have changed, and now Earth 2 exists where characters can be slightly different, their origin stories can be slightly different, they all that kind of stuff. So go ahead, go ahead. All right, so I start with the Silver Age. So going way back in the day, let's go with the original Justice League team. It was called the Justice League of America. So they formed when there was an alien invasion from aliens from the planet. And I'm going to say it right off the bat, I'm going to mispronounce things for those hardcore comic book Guys, I apologize for the things I'm going to mispronounce. Letting them know up front. Still letting them know up front. Somebody's going to get real upset. There you go. Uh, Apolex, I think is how you pronounce that planet. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. What did you, say it again. Apolex. A-P-P-E-L-A-X. What's the villain in the Green Lantern movie? I don't know. It's probably Ryan Reynolds himself. <laughs> Isn't it? It's something like that. Is it? Yeah. It's um. It's something like that. Something lacks. It's 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 like along the same lines. But all right, go ahead. Continue. All right. Continue. So Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter formed a team to work together to kind of like fight this alien invasion very typical justice league story yep right so a lot of you know cartoons and stuff you see kind of the same way so these are the core characters they all came together and then after this they decide to form a team they set up headquarters in the mountains of happy harbor i feel like you would appreciate this in rhode island oh right everything's connected man 
So that was the original headquarters. Um, that was the original team. More members like slowly started to join. So we eventually got characters such as Green Lantern, Adam, Hawkman, and Black Canary. Um, yeah, they're a team. They did generally Justice League things. They fought big threats and such. So what ended up happening is at the end of the Silver Age, um, they had a team mascot. I'll slowly mention this to you earlier. You Their are. team mascot, Snapper Carr, okay. betrayed them All right. and let the Joker know the location of the headquarters. What a dick. I know. That's probably why I don't hear about him anymore. Right. So what was he exactly? I have no idea. Was he like some type of animal? Was he a human in a he mascot was a, no, He was a teenager. Okay, he was a teenager. Was he a human teenager? I'm pretty sure is it. I don't know. I didn't really look him up. What I was wasn't that interested on Snapper Car. That's insane. Yeah. Why do they even need a mascot? I don't. Everyone needs a mascot. Make you feel good about yourself. Boost morale. Inspire teamwork. Sportsmanship. All that good stuff. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. So that happened. Right, so the the whole headquarters was compromised. Around the same time, Wonder Woman actually lost her powers, so she pretty much left the league. So, drop of the first character of the Justice League. Jeez. I know, rough. Parallax, that was his name. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, uh, yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Yeah, okay. Bronze Age. That's where it brings us to now, right? Mm -hmm. So, after the breach, the Justice League formed a new headquarters, and this is the first time that they had a satellite orbiting the Earth. Oh, nice. So the Watchtower. Yeah, I don't think they called it that yet. Was but it, it was just a regular that. satellite or were they in the satellite? I mean, it was the headquarters that were in the satellite. Oh, okay, cool. So that's pretty much the Watchtower. Yeah. But later on, they get one called the Watchtower. So I don't know if they called this one Watchtower, too. Gotcha. This was the, or, the original one they had. So new members were added. They had the Elongated Man. They had Red Tornado. They had Hawkgirl. They had Santana. And they had Firestorm. Around this same time, Marsh Manhunter decided to move on and do different things. So all the core members were gone now, or are still there, except for Martian Manhunter and Wonder Woman. These new characters joined. Hmm. With me still? This is still called Justice League of America. Gotcha. Just in a different era now. All right. Around this time, in the Bronze Age, getting kind of like mid-Bronze Age, characters started to leave. So Batman was one of the first to leave. He formed the Outsiders, which I was surprising. I didn't realize the Outsiders was such an old thing. Me neither. Yeah. I thought that was a new thing. I thought it was a new thing myself. But nope, right there in the Bronze Age. Boom. In the Bronze Age, for those who don't know, give us a time frame on that. Uh, I think it was 1960s. I didn't write it down. The Bronze Age. Bronze Age. I think that's. I think it's a little later than that. I think the Bronze Age is 70s. Yeah, more like you know. Yeah, because in the 80s, I did write down that's when post-crisis comes. Yeah, so probably 70s. So you have the Golden Age, which is like the beginning of comic books, which is more like the 50s, 40s, 50s. Might be 40s, 50s. Yeah. Then you have the Silver Age. Then the Bronze Age, and then the Modern Age, which is what we're in now. Right. Good stuff. Yep. So, during this time, like I said, core members started to leave. Um, 
and with the neglect, the watchtower, or whatever you want to call it, got destroyed, which made Aquaman super upset. He's like, we're going to form a team. Everybody's got to be full-time members. Everybody can't have their own thing going on. So he made it a rule that all of the members had to be full-time members, which led to Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Hawkman, Red Tornado, Firestorm, Green Lantern, all leaving the team. Jeez. Yep. That was the opposite of what what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, you thought that was going to be the team. Yeah. No, all these characters left. like, ah, yeah, no, fuck you, fish man. Yep. Jeez, look at Aquaman trying to lay down the law. Didn't work. He didn't didn't have the pull for it. fingers, yeah. At the time, he didn't, I guess. Are you ready for the new team? All right, shoot. Justice League Detroit. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yep. The next team that was formed, Justice League Detroit. They They were based out of Detroit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not not making this up. How did they go from Justice League of America to Justice League of Detroit? Detroit. Of all places? Yep. Unbelievable. Right. I I thought it was crazy, too. Justice League of Detroit? Unbelievable. You went from a satellite to Detroit. To Detroit. I mean, look. I'm not trying to hit on any city. I know. It but seems saying, fine. It's the Motor City, right? If they went to any city, I would be making fun of them. If they were, if they were Justice there. League of Chicago, I'd still be making fun of them. So oh, I want absolutely. to make that clear. Insane. But Detroit. Jeez. So, originally, the team members were Aquaman, Santana, Elongated Man, Martian Manhunter, Vibe, Gypsy, Vixen, and Steel. I also thought Vixen was not that old of a character. Me neither. I thought she was fairly new. Uh... You know what? Vibe tale. I thought Vi was a newer character. I definitely thought Vibe was a newer character. I, I think I knew Vixen has been around since at least the Bronze Age. I wouldn't expect her to be any older than, than the Bronze Age, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. All right, so get ready for this, right? All right. So Justice League of Detroit took on new characters. Of course. So They're in Detroit. Um... They have Vibe now, they have Gypsy, they have Vixen, they have Steel. Professor Ivo attacks. You know Professor Ivo? He's yeah. usually known for making androids, right? He makes really high-end technology robots. Oh, look going. at this. He, make, he made a Mazo. He made a Mazo from Which, our last episode. From our last episode. Yep. So, Professor Ivo, any evil villain, so for everybody that doesn't know, first time kills... Justice League characters, and he went and he killed Steel, and he killed uh, Vibe. It's the first time wow. a Justice League character was killed off. Hmm. I mean, he, look, he definitely went for the easier targets. He did, no doubt about that. Cause Steel is just a man in like a metal suit with a hammer, and then Vibe. What does Vibe do? Make earthquakes and stuff, right? Tremors? He like shoots. Oh, no, no, no. Vibe from Vibe. the Flash show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, th- I didn't know he was that old of a character. Right? That's crazy. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know Vibe. I don't know if I can explain his powers quite well. Yeah. I mean, he just... He, it, it's essentially what his name says. He, he creates vibrations, which can, you know, cause tremors. I mean, kind of like what I said. Cause tremors, earthquakes, but it can also like, you know, he can vibrate you know like how the flash does with different vibrated different frequencies, frequencies and, and other stuff like which allows them to travel the different areas yeah and vibe can't 
do that, but he can create those vibrations. So like if he needed to get through a door, he could vibrate the molecules of the door to collapse or whatever. So yeah, he's also opened portals before, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the whole portal thing. Yeah, warp to different, yeah. He can go to different Earths Dimensions, and stuff he just, yeah, creates a vibration. Right. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense if you don't think about it too hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> don't. All right, this leads us to post-crisis. All right. So after the events of post-crisis, or crisis, I should say, the League formed again. Now this League is made up of Batman, Black Canary, Martian Manhunter, Manhunter, Blue Beetle, Dr. Fate, Mr. Miracle, Shazam, Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, Dr. Light, Booster Gold, Captain Atom, the Soviet Red Rocket, Fire and Ice. <sighs> okay. Do you know all those characters? I mean, you had me up until like those last... Yeah, three. the last couple were weird. The Soviet Red Rocket? Yep. And Fire and Ice. Yes. Is Fire the, the green... Uh, I woman? don't believe so. Okay. It's the only fire I know. Yeah. Not, I don't think that's her. So this team was kind of formed by the manipulation of Maxwell Lord, who is a billionaire. And he was trying to get the Justice League of America to not drop the America and work for the United Nations, which he was successful in doing. So they became uh, part of the United Nations, which led to Justice League International, which was their base was out of Paris. Okay. I mean, hell of an upgrade from Detroit. Right. I'd say. Now, I'll say, so what I was researching about this was there was, at this time, there was, like, licensing issues, and certain writers had, like, certain characters, and that's why we don't get, like, Wonder Woman and Superman in these teams, and that's mm. why these Justice League teams now became a bunch of, like, different kind of random off characters, like Fire and Ice, like, you don't really know about these characters. And I think the whole idea was the fact that these aren't, just characters from the U.S. because now they're all going for the United Nations. Right. So that's what we got now, right? That's cool. So is Batman leading that team? I don't know who the leader was. I don't think it was Batman, though. The powerhouse was definitely Martian Manhunter, though, right? I mean, Shazam's in there. Oh, yeah. yeah Dr. Fate's point. in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had some heavy hitters. So, with so many people on this international team, they ended up taking a second branch, calling it Justice League Europe. Hmm. But they are in Europe. Right. This is the second branch. So, there's a second branch out of because the place that's already their headquarters? Yeah. The one that's based out of Paris is Justice League International working for the UN. Oh, um. So, slightly different. They're just yeah. they're neighbors, essentially. Just seems kind of foolish to have both teams based out of the same country. I mean, I'm not asking you to argue for it. I mean, it. they're not <laughs> both in Paris. Okay, Paris isn't a country, though. Isn't Paris a country in Europe? Yeah. Paris is a country? Paris is a country in Europe. There's no way Paris is a country. I'm sorry. You're right. Paris is in France. France is the country. There you go. Okay. Okay. Europe is the... Europe. The continent. <laughs> not the best at geography. I'm not here either. But so yeah, Paris, France is in Europe. Okay. I don't know where Justice League Europe was 
headquartered. Gotcha. Okay. I feel really silly. Like, I kept saying Paris, but I was thinking of France. France is the country. Yeah. Paris is the city with the Eiffel Tower and mm-hmm. all that stuff. The romantic mm-hmm. place. Yep. I'm going to stop talking about this before I say more foolish things. And <laughs> <laughs> Moving Apparently on. there's a lot of rats there. I don't know. That's what I hear. There's a lot of rats in Paris, France? Yeah. There's a lot of rats in every city, though. Yeah. Do you know Chicago is rated the the rattiest city in America? I'm not surprised. I am. I thought it was New York for sure. I mean, New York is very, does have like a lot of garbage compared to Chicago. That's what I'm saying. Like garbage just on the ground. Right. So you think there'd be more rats there, but apparently no. We have more rats. Woo. Go Chicago. Isn't that insane? It is insane. Weird tangent. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh so okay so justice league europe introduced new characters so they got power girl they got animal man they got metamorpho and they got animal the wally man. west flash so oh, flash cool. i was talking about earlier was barry, barry allen. allen yeah now we got wally west okay okay that was it it was just the four people no, because they that was the new characters because they oh. just split the inter the international one. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then years later, they end up getting more characters. So I got more lists. So they have Captain Adam, Elongated Man, Power Girl, Flash, Rocket Man, Animal Man, Metamorpho, Catherine Colbert, Sue Digny, the Crimson Fox, Blue Jay, uh, and Silver Sorceress. All those characters went from either they were in international, they moved, or they were just new characters, and they all went to the Europe version of the team. Mm. So from these two teams, I feel like I'm in a real Justice League history lesson right now. It is. This really just became a history lesson because I they really had feel like they had different names, and that's why I was like, okay, these are different versions of the team. It's like studying the presidents. I'm saying, man. All right, in '93 to '96. A lot of there was a spinoff from Justice League International and Justice League Europe, known as Justice League Task Force. Okay, they sound cooler and edgier. They do. So, the Task Force. I'm gonna give you kind of the idea of how it formed. But the idea is think about kind of like our, our modern day Suicide Squad, where it's not always the same characters. And just Miranda Waller gets certain characters together to do this, like, task. Right. It's a lot like this is. There's, like, a gajillion characters in it. I had the list up. I got it on my laptop. I can name them. But I'm just going to give you the general idea of them. Because it's just, like, outrageous. That's fine. I'm okay with that. So, basically, another Martian, not Martian Manhunter, known as Hannibal Martian, Hmm. got Martian Manhunter. So, it's not Aumba-Aum? No. It's not that weird nose, weird noise. Um, <laughs> I think that's how you. This say guy it. worked for the, the United Nations. Was like, you know, these are these things that are a little bit more edgier. And he came up with a task force, and he had Martian Manhunter lead the task force. So Martian Manhunter was the only character that was constant through all the comics, and he was just leading teams with like literally. I mean, it ranged from. The different versions of Batman that we've had, you know, how Batman got his back broke and then, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, to regular Batman, to 
Firestorm to Blue Beetle to like, I mean, literally all the characters at one point or another was in an issue of this task force. So it, was a, it seems like a cool storyline. Mm. I don't think Superman was ever in it, though. Who would have thought that Martian Manhunter would be the the continuous one throughout all these comics? Not me. It's a very underrated character, I'd say. Yes. All right. Let's get back to basics, right? So white Martians attack. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Martian Manhunter, Flash, Green Lantern, um, I should say... Wally West Flash, not Barry Allen. Okay. Okay. Um, and I believe Hal Gordon, Green Lantern, but I could be wrong. Okay. They team up, become the Justice League of America again, and they stop the white Martians, and they form what is our now current Watchtower. Oh, I'm sorry. No. They did the Watchtower on the moon. Okay. So we get to see all the different versions of the Watchtower that we've known. I never knew there was one on the moon. I know there was one on the moon. Some of the animated movies have it. Do they? Yeah. Maybe. You're right. Infinite Crisis happens. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman go missing for a year. When they come back, they reform the team again. This is when they have HQ and the Watchtower, which is the satellite going around the Earth. And they also have one on Earth known as the Hall of Justice. Mm, okay, nice. They finally get some of the characters we've been waiting for. Some We got Arsenal, so we got Green Arrows, uh, Sidekick. We got Black Lightning in there. Cyborg joins. Starfire joins. Uh, Donna Troy. Dick Grayson during the brief time where Dick Grayson was actually Batman joined. So he joined as Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't it's know that. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, that takes us to finally the new 52. So this story Which, we know a little yeah, bit better. This, is, this, is, this seems so much more <laughs> recent. <laughs> it is very recent. They, when was the new 52? 2000. I don't know the year. Yeah. It's, it was recent. It was like maybe five or six years ago. Uh yeah, so I mean Dark Side attacks. Um we get kind of all the main characters I've been mentioning, but they didn't do Martian Man until this time. So we do get Aquaman, uh Batman, Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, um, and Cyborg. They all team up, take down Dark Side. Nice. I didn't write notes on this one. Yeah, twenty eleven. That's when it started. Feels like last week. It <laughs> I mean that's very that's very recent for like comics considering some of these characters have been around since the 1950s, you know what I mean? Yeah, super recent. So I should say so we also have Extreme Justice. Uh this was a team of characters that were unhappy with working for the UN. So they formed in Mount Thunder and they were led by Captain Adam. Um, they had Maxima, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, The Amazing Man, Firestorm, Plastique, Wonder Twins, and Carol Ferris as part of that team. So they just were like, forget this. I'm not going to work for the UN. We're going to just do what we want to do. Okay. Came up with a cool name. Justice League Elite was the Black Ops version of the Justice League. Oh, so, I like this version. Sounds cool. Yeah. Basically kind of same idea of like... Um, what you might call the task force. Uh, they did like the Black Ops, like more covert. Again, billions of different characters were in it. 
Um, they have a bunch of characters I haven't heard of, so I'm going to just name ones that people do know. So they had Flash in there. They had Green Arrow in there. They had Major Disaster, which I didn't know that character. But then they had, like, Sister Superior and Codecast. And I don't... A whole bunch of other no-name characters. But it was kind of, again, like the Task Force, where they just, like, every issue, they kind of had different characters going in and out of it. Yeah. All right. Justice League Dark. Oh. So, take a complete different turn. This is uh, good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, 2011, so with the New 52 and everything, this came out. The idea is the Justice League of the New 52 was not able to take down the Enchantress uh, because there was just too much magic. Like, they just couldn't handle it. They got their asses beat. It was, like, one of the big defeats. So, this led to... They didn't know how to handle a supernatural threat. Right. So, this led to a new team, which has got a billion characters again. So, Andrew Barnett, who is straight up a vampire. (laughs) Okay. There's literally, like, 30 characters. I'm going to name the ones we know again, because our listeners are not going to get much out of characters we don't know much about. And then I'll name, like, so, like, Frankenstein. So... Everybody knows of Frankenstein. Uh, I didn't know. I want to say it's Frankenstein, Frankenstein monster, but in DC they actually did call him Frankenstein, and you have to say the monster part of it. So I had no idea Frankenstein existed in DC. Yeah, neither did I. Uh, Zantana's in there. John Constantine's in there. Man Bat's in there. Uh, Wonder Woman actually ended up leading the team for a little while. Uh, Doctor Fate's in there. Um, the Phantom Stranger. Dead Man. Yeah, and then just a bunch of characters I'm not going to name because we're not going to know who they are. Was Batman ever part of the thing? No. Really? Not not according to the articles I was reading. Batman was not so in So the, the movie took the liberty of doing that. Yeah, So if, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. But So if anyone wants to know more or just get some, some of that, some of the Dark Avengers stuff, there is a DC animated movie called The Dark Avengers, which features the team of Batman... John Constantine, Zatanna, um, Etrick and the Demon, Swamp Thing. Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, I think that's it. But yeah, that team is kind of brought together by Batman, who is the one who, you know, can see like, uh, yeah, there's more. He he realizes that there's more to, to all of this than... More than we know. We can't write anything off, so he, he figures it out. So, yeah. What else you got? Any any more teams? A few more. All right. Rounding them up. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Justice Society of America. So, this was the team that was before the Justice League. Now, there's some... There's You got to bear with me here. All right. Ready? I'm bearing. So, originally from Earth 2... Uh-oh, now we're going to another Earth. So we have, this is my first kind of sort of parallel universe. Started off against the fight of, you know, Adolf Hitler and the Axis, Axis powers. Mm. So a team uh, brought together by the president, um, starting with the Spectre and Dr. Fate, um, was created to take down Adolf Hitler, who had the Spear of Destiny. Okay. Basically, he had a very powerful weapon. A team was formed to stop him with that powerful weapon. So, this story actually happened 
uh, in All Star Comics number three in 1940. So this is an extremely old team, but the Justice Society of America, as we know it, um, came out in 1970, which is actually after the first Justice League comic that we've had, but Mm. it was to take place before Justice League. And that one had the more typical Jay Garrett, Flash, Alan Scott, Green Lantern, Carter Hall, Hawkman. Uh, they had their Al Pratt, Adam. Uh, they had their Sandman, and they had a Human, which I don't know those characters. But when Crisis happened, it combined those two Earths. So that's when it became that these characters were actually before the Justice League. Got it. Okay. So, but what's cool is before Crisis, um, is they had crossovers between the two teams. And it was an annual thing that every year these two teams would meet up and work together to uh, fight whatever threat they had. So they were aware of each other's existence. They found ways to travel in between uh, and then work together. But then crisis happened and just combined the Earths. So one of the teams that they did fight was um, the Crime Syndicate. Am I saying that right? Crime Syndicate? Syndicate? Syndicate, yeah. Which is the Justice League of Earth Three, right? With uh, um, is it Ultraman. Yep. So they have Ultraman, they have Superwoman, they have Owlman, they have Johnny Quick, they have Power Ring. Which that was like the original team, and then New Fifty Two kind of added different characters into it as well. Yeah. There's so. also a movie on that. I think it's called Crisis on Two Earths. There's an animated movie where you can see those characters. Yeah. So Ultraman is like a bad version of Superman. Owlman is the bad version of Batman, which I actually think is really cool. I don't think bow owls and bats are natural enemies of each other, but I like that. Like the Owlman costume was really cool. Yeah. They factored in the like playing off of like the quarter owls and stuff like that. So I like that that variation on that. Wonder Woman was basically the same. Um. What was it? Johnny Quick, basically the same as the Flash. Right. Power Ring was basically a Green Lantern, but yeah. Yeah. So those are all the ones I chose to do. There's definitely tons and tons more. There's the uh, um, the Injustice League, which is the villains version of the Justice League, right? Uh, I feel like in more modern days we see it ran by Lex Luthor, but it was originally formed by this. Um, let me see. I can't even say A G A M E M N O. What is it? A. What is it? Oh no. Give it a give it a look here. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even gonna try that. Agamano. I have no idea. Something like that. He was the original person that actually formed that team. But like I said, in more modern days, you see it's it's led by Lex Luthor. But basically, it's got, you know, Black Manta in it. It's got, like, Catwoman, Dr. Light, uh, Felix Faust, uh, Sinestro, Gorilla Grodd, Deathstroke. I mean, you can just keep naming all your classic villains, the Jokers in and out of it. I mean, everybody you kind of see in there. And it's just, like, a league meant for them to team up to go against the Justice the League Justice because League. they became such a threat that, like, villains had to, like, stand together to, like, you know, do their villain things. Right, right. Fair enough. So All right. 
Yeah, you know, I feel done? like I feel satisfied with that. I can All keep right. going, but I feel like that was a good number, a good history it was, lesson. It was a very good history lesson. I'm um, sit back and do nothing now. I'm so excited. That's for like 40 minutes at least. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like mine might go a bit quicker than yours. I didn't do a whole <laughs> like history. So, I mean, I don't know. Kind of like the Justice League. So, the thing about doing the alternate versions of these teams, and maybe you didn't experience it as much with the Justice League, but I know that for the Avengers, it, it was kind of hard to like find different versions of this team without just looking at it like a, a rotating roster, right? So, like, there's the main Avengers, and then there's been variations where they just slightly change the name of the team, like the Avengers – the Mighty Avengers, the Uncanny Avengers, the Secret Avengers, when it's just... It's Mightiest Heroes. It's still the Avengers. It's just a slightly different team. And the crazy thing about the Avengers is that almost every hero in the Marvel Universe has been an Avenger at one point. So a lot of the teams are the same. So I just kind of wanted to give different variations of the team where they weren't exactly the same as like the core group but to start off you have the core group you have the og avengers right um the 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 golden age avengers which originally consisted of iron man thor giant man aka ant-man um but he was going by giant man then and the wasp um so they banded together the the story you just say which ant-man it is it's Hank Pym. Yeah. Yeah, it's Hank Pym, Ant-Man. Sorry. Uh, it's Hank Pym, Ant-Man, Giant-Man. Uh, so th- the story goes that Stan Lee originally created the Avengers. So he he had already created um, Marvel's first family, which was the Fantastic Four, which was like their main team. And then we also had the X-Men at the time as well, which was like another team. So he saw the success of DC's Justice League. At least this is how... The, the story goes in most cases and he decided to put together a team but at the time all of these characters were considered b-list characters and even almost up until the the avengers movie came out they were still considered b-list characters that's why marvel still had the rights to a lot of these characters because they weren't spider-man they weren't the x-men like these were they weren't the fantastic four like all the characters that marvel sold off were the ones that were really bringing them money and the ones other companies thought they would bring them money. So Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, these were all kind of like more B-list secondary characters. So um, Stan Lee wrote a book with basically all of them together just forming a team. And just kind of like in the movie, they all banded together to fight Loki um, in the, the first issue. But the thing about the first iteration of the Avengers is that Captain America actually was not a part of the team. Captain America didn't join the team until a few issues later in issue four of the Avengers where he did join the team. And he wasn't necessarily leading it at first, but he did join the team. But shortly after that, um, everything kind of changed. So like the Hulk left. Thor left, Iron Man left, Giant Man left, the Wasp left. Basically, they left Captain America by himself as like a solo Avenger. And then that's when Hawkeye approached him, who up until that point had been a villain. Like his, I think his, 
if not his first appearance, one of his first appearances was him actually fighting Iron Man as an Iron Man villain. Interesting. But yeah, he he came to Captain America and was just like, "I'm not doing that anymore." Um, and Captain I already took down Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> he was reluctant to let him join the team, but he he let him join the team, and then um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch then actually came and joined the team. So it was the four of them: it was Captain America, Hawkeye, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch, and they also had became known as the Kooky Quartet. Do you think Magneto was just like, the fuck are they doing? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Where did I go wrong with my parenting? Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, they were the Kooky Quartet, Captain America's Kooky Quartet. <laughs> Fun stuff, right? Fun stuff. They were kooky. Yeah. Um, and then from there on, I mean, it was just. The other ones came back, you know, uh, Thor and Captain and Iron Man and the Hulk. And again, like I said, it was Have just kind of like the a Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, it's like Spider-Man and his amazing friends or something like that. Yeah. Just made me think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Classic cartoon. So, yeah, it was just a rotating roster. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's not that much more significant to like the Avengers like the history of the team back then like they didn't go through a ton of changes but wanted to give you where they came from so now we're just gonna jump into some alternate versions of it let's do it you know um so one of the first alternate versions of the Avengers and like I said alternate versions meaning like they're from a different universe or different earth or what have you um, or there's some type of new variation on the team where the core members may be the same, but it might not be exactly the same. Um, we get the Ultimate Avengers. So back in 2002, uh, Marvel decided that, you know, by 2002, there was about 30 to 40 years, depending on the character, of backlog of comic books for some of their characters, right? Um, like, just, I mean, just tons of stuff. Um, and if you really, if you, for a new reader, that was seen, could be seen as very intimidating, right? To try to jump in and say you wanted to start reading the Captain America book when Captain America made his first appearance in, like, 1940 or whatever. Um, so what they wanted to do was create a new story with no ties to their main universe with where they basically just kind of like reset everything. They like reboot everything without actually touching the main Marvel universe. So they came out with the ultimate universe back in 2002. And this served as like a jumping off point for new comic book readers. So basically they retold most people's origin stories. Some of them were slightly different, but for the most part, they were all pretty much the same. And they also kind of gave most of their characters like a new, like uh, edgier, kind of darker, more like modern take. So no more Jiminy Crickets. Yeah, exactly. So they took away like some of the the really bright, weirdly colored costumes and and traded them in for like sleeker, like darker looking ones. You know, they took like. Captain America's big wings off the side of his head and just kind of like 
smushed him down along or gave him a helmet. You know, they made Iron Man suit sleeker. Like, they took away Hawkeye's, like, weird purple mask. Like, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? They um, made the Hobgoblin look like the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was one of the that. things. Yeah. That is true. That is but true. A fiery Hulk. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The other thing is that they all kind of became a bit of an assholes, too. So there's there's also that. For some reason, whenever they decide to reboot characters, why do they always want to make them more assholes? I don't know. It's they more did the same thing with the New 52. Oh, like, they definitely did. Yeah, just make everybody a bit more of an asshole than they've ever been. It's like, come on, man. Maybe they're like, you know what? If they really had these abilities, they'll probably be a bit of a dick. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what they were going for. Um, so in the Ultimate Universe... We had the Ultimate Avengers, which were just known as the Ultimates. They just went by that name instead of the actual Avengers. Um, the team was created when the President of the United States approved a new defense budget to combat supervillains that might attack the United States. So Nick Fury acted as the leader. Um, and then the first members were Giant Man, the Wasp. Iron Man, Bruce Banner, not the Hulk, Thor, and Captain America. And fun what do you fa- mean by not the Hulk? So they brought on Bruce Banner as like the lead direct, like the director of science. But they're like, keep your good friend to yourself. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Bet that didn't last long. No, it didn't. Um, actually, you know what? I think, if I'm not mistaken, he wasn't even the Hulk at the time. Like he hadn't like been exposed to the radiation. It was later on he was exposed and then he went berserk and he kind of became a villain. Interesting. Yeah. Um, But fun fact. So a lot of the inspiration for the MCU Avengers movie, like the first one is actually drawn more. So I would say more so from the ultimate universe than the actual main Marvel Universe. Even though Loki was the first villain? Even though Loki was the first villain, yes, a lot of the cues were taken. Because again, even something simple like Captain America not being a part of the original team, B, it was in the Ultimate Universe that they switched Nick Fury from the original like white Nick Fury to the black Samuel Jackson lookalike. Right. And it was in the Ultimate comic books that they had the Nick Fury in the comics uh, say like basically say that if he was ever to be played in the movie, he would want to be played by Samuel Jackson. And this is kind (laughs) of like the, the domino that like led to Samuel Jackson playing Nick Fury in the movies. And again, they went the route of Nick Fury kind of starting the Avengers team, not them just coming together because in the, the OG Avengers origin story, Loki did cause them to kind of come together, but there was, it was Thor who Loki controlled the mind of Hulk and then he made him fight Thor and then Iron Man and Giant Man got involved. And yeah, that's kind of how they came together versus like uh, Nick Fury, like kind of, you know, piecing together the team. All right. So that's where a lot of the MCU Avengers uh inspiration comes from not everything obviously but a lot of it so that's cool um the dark avengers 
tells you I had a dark version too. <laughs> so this is this is kind of fun. Every it seems like every version of every team has to have a dark team. While yours is dark in the sense of like they handle supernatural darker threats, mine is dark in the sense of like they're they're more of an evil team. Um, but there was a event in the in Marvel Comics. So every year they pretty much every year they do a like big event. Sometimes they do two a year, but the event basically is something that encompasses the entire Marvel universe and changes it in some kind of way. Um, this this team came about after the events of Secret Invasion, which is kind of what we saw in Captain Marvel, but not exactly. The Skrulls invaded the Earth and kind of took over. But there was a new Avengers team that came about after that that was led by Norman Osborn, so the formal green, former Green Goblin, who was going by Iron, Iron Patriot then. So he had an Iron Man suit. He was just painted red, white, and blue like the Iron Patriot. Right. So he was going by Iron Patriot, and he was leading the team. And um, he was also the new director of Hammer, which was the shield replacement. And it was a government-sanctioned team, so the government gave him permission to form this team and to do whatever he needed to do in order to stop threats from happening. That's but, called Hammer? Yeah. Like Hammer Industries? Yeah. It was an acronym, just like SHIELD was. I don't know what it stands for at the top of my head, but yeah. But there's Hammer Industries that's like competitors with Stark Industries. and it's like Yeah, I don't think it was that. I, yeah, I don't think it was that. I think they just... It stands for something, but I can't remember what it stands for. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so the, the, the twist with his team is that it was actually comprised of villains literally posing as heroes so like there was venom who was pretending to be spider-man there was uh wolverine's son draken Dakin, Dakin, who was posing as wolverine like they was dressed like him and everything um and there was like bullseye who was posing as hawkeye and then he also had Ares and the Sentry on the team, which both have a history of. I mean, Ares is the god of war, Ares. Right. And then the Sentry, who has like the darker side, the void, and he's mentally unbalanced. He, you know, he, he kind of teeters back and forth. So, yeah. The Dark Avengers. Awesome. Yeah. So, did they, I mean, did they do evil or did they do good? No, they, I mean, they did good. But they did it, like, by any means necessary. You know what I mean? And, like, they weren't hesitant about, like, killing people or taking people out. Like, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a true Avenger style. It was just, I mean, because, again, you had, like, Venom on the team who, right. like, would do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. You had Dakin who was, like, messed up, who was twisted and wouldn't hesitate to kill people. You had Bullseye who enjoyed killing people, so... You had all of these. You had these villains pretending to be superheroes. So yeah, they were doing Sounds good. Like a cool storyline. Yeah. So yeah, you, if anybody wants to read that, like, there's a a storyline called uh, Dark Avengers. They have a book, and then Dark Rain is also a book. So you can check that out. Um, 
Then we go, we jump to an Avengers team of the future. The very, very far future. Avengers 2099. So you've heard of Spider-Man 2099, right? Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, so this is the Avengers 2099. I almost did the Beyond Justice League. I didn't do it, though. No? No. You should have. thought about it. You should have. Yeah, so a lot of people compare Spider-Man 2099 to Batman Beyond because for both of them, it's the idea of some new person taking over for these iconic superheroes very, very far into the future. So just like how Batman Beyond is not like Bruce Wayne's son, or I guess he kind of is. We found that out later, yep. at least in the cartoons. Um, but he, he clones. Yeah, he's a clone, right? He's not a direct we descendant like, of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> we just said like a huge spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jeez. He's not like a direct <laughs> descendant of Bruce Wayne or anything like that. Just like Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara isn't like Peter Parker's son or grandson or great-grandson or some kind of descendant. Like It's just it's a completely different person. Uh, but the Avengers 2099, so along the same lines, um, but it's the team of the future in the year 2099. They were, they're run by a corporation called Alchemax, um, and the team consists of Captain America, um, which is a woman named Roberta. She's just, she's basically just the, the latest person to receive the super soldier serum. Um, but she's also a wife and a mother and her family doesn't know like her alternate Captain America ego, which is weird because if you see her, if you see her in the comic books, she's fucking jacked. So it's like, how could you not know something's <laughs> going on? You know what I mean? Like she's probably bigger than her husband. Um, so that's cool. Then you got uh, there's a, bl- a new Black Widow, Tanya. Um, she's just like her predecessors, right? She's another Black Widow. She was a trained assassin. Um, she doesn't really have any qualms about killing people, which doesn't always go well with the team. But whatever, she's still around. We got Hawkeye. So this is probably the most interesting one. Hawkeye, who does not use a bow and arrow at all. He is actually a man with wings and talons. Okay. Yeah. So he's actually a, like half hawk. I don't think I like it, but all right. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. Um, then we got the current Iron Man, Sonny Frisco, um, who's like super short. I mean, like four feet tall. But he's in like a, you know, regular sized Iron Man outfit, not outfit, armor. Suit. Yeah, suit. Um, and he's like a super genius, just like Tony Stark was. So that's cool. And then for some weird, weird reason, Hercules is on the team. Not a new version of Hercules. Just the regular old Marvel Hercules. I don't even know if I realized Hercules was in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, he is. He's fought in the Hawk a couple of times. So still around in the future. Yep, still around. Had plenty of time to join the Avengers. He's like, just really waited. Yep, nice. Avengers 2099, baby. So, speaking of old characters, we go from the Avengers of the far future to the Avengers of the very, very distant past. So we go to Avengers 1 million BC. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Um, this Avengers team is really cool, actually. 
Um, so this is the Sparkly's first. On it? You say what? Sparkly's? No, he isn't actually. But there's some other cool people, which is weird. You'd think he'd be on it. Um, this is the first ever like Avengers team, um, and they f- fought off Celestials in prehistoric times. So without diving too deeply into the history of this team, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to kind of tell you the members. So it was led by Odin, Thor's father, back before he became the king of Asgard, and he was actually wielding Mjolnir. Okay. Yeah. Um, the original Iron Fist, which was a woman, a Black Panther. It doesn't say, It doesn't specify whether he was the original Black Panther He's just a Black Panther, and his costume's super weird. Like it's not a full suit. It's kind of like the the traditional kind of caveman setup, with right? Like the you know it's it's weird. Um, and then he has like kind of like gloves on with like um, claws on them, and then he has like almost like a hooded. It's almost like he skinned a Black Panther, and then just took its like face and wears it as a hood okay yeah any vibranium um not that i know of okay yeah okay. so he was just kind of out there um the errors that errors uh possessor of the phoenix force so as a woman who possessed the phoenix it's a force. very powerful team yeah um agamotto the sorcerer supreme Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, this character called Starbrand, which is basically like the Hulk, who's just gray. And then here's here's the most fun one. <laughs> a mammoth-riding caveman who was a ghost rider. Get out of so here. So he could turn on fire, and then the mammoth he was riding could turn on fire. Insane. Yep. Crazy, right? So his whole, his whole, um, uh, not clan. I guess you could call it a clan. I can't think of any other word for it right now. But basically, his whole clan was murdered by a Wendigo. You remember the Wendigo? Yes. Okay. Um, and he left this one guy alive, and he turned into the Ghost Rider, and he rides a woolly mammoth. Skull head and everything? Yep. Flames and everything. Woolly mammoth. Woolly mammoth. No motorcycle. Woolly mammoth. There's a flaming woolly mammoth charging <laughs> you right now. What are you doing? I don't, I don't know, man. Being ridden by a man with a flaming skull head. Can you imagine this sight? The, the weakest member of this team is that Black Panther. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if he has. I gotta see. I gotta look at some that some more because I don't know if he has the vibranium. Even with it, he's still the weakest member. Yeah, that team is true. insane. It is insane. The Phoenix Force. Yeah, Jeez. and the Phoenix Force and Odin end up having a relationship. Like the person with the Phoenix Force. Yeah, because it was a female who had it. And then they had Odin, <laughs> or then they had Thor. I know, right? Crazy. Yeah, crazy, right? All right, so yeah, Avengers 1 million BC. There's also, if you want to read about them, 
it's just Avengers 1 million BC. Like, there's a story. I think each one of them has, like, their own origin book, too. So you can kind of get a taste of each character and then read the overall Avengers story. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then a couple more that I kind of go through real quick. But one of my favorite Avengers team is actually the Young Avengers. Um, it's one of the comic books that, that I actually own, like the physical copy, like the two Young Avengers books. Great runs. Uh if you haven't read them, you should read them. But really cool team. But it's kind of like what the name implies. is a younger version of the Avengers. They're in the main Marvel Universe. And they're underneath like the main Marvel characters. But the team consists of Hawkling, which is actually an alien who is green like the Hulk. Has super strength like the Hulk. But he can shapeshift and he has wings and he can fly. Um, then you got Wiccan, which is... Uh, believed to be one of the twin boys of Scarlet Witch. And those two are in a relationship. Hawkling and Wickling, Wiccan are in a relationship. Um, then you got the Iron Patriot. Or just Patriot, rather, I should say. Um, which has a really cool story, too. He's an African-American kid who whose grandfather was one of the original Captain America's he was given the super soldier serum. He was selected to be given the super soldier serum and he served as a Captain America, but he wasn't, he does not have the same fame and popularity that Steve Rogers, Captain America has because of the time frame he fought in and like the racial issues that they were facing. So he kind of has this chip on his shoulder of like this Captain America, Steve Rogers, isn't the real Captain America. Like my grandfather was the real Captain America. So like forget you. And in the book you see him go through like a like a whole drug addiction and everything and eventually Captain America donates blood to him, which then puts some of the super soldier serum in his veins and he gives him a shield. Like his OG shield. Not the circular one, but the yeah. the other one. So that's pretty cool. Um then you got Kate Bishop, which is Hawkeye's daughter, as like young Hawkeye. Uh basically um Cassie Lang also joins at one point, which is the daughter of Scott Lang, and she's stature so she can grow big. And then you have Scarlet Witch's other twin son, who's a speedster, but I can't think of his name right now. It's escaping me. You got the you got a rebuilt Vision because this takes place after the Vision was killed, and they rebuild him. And he's like a younger Vision now, so he's on the team. And then you got Iron Lad, who is probably the most infamous character of that team, who in a in one reality grows up to be Kang the Conqueror. Awesome. Yeah, great story. It's it's a really good arc. Um, definitely recommend reading it. But. Yeah, I think those are all the, the Avengers teams I got. Cool. Pretty solid. Yeah? We did not think of a close call for this episode. I didn't feel like I needed it. I feel like the whole episode was a close call. Was it? It was. How so? Just don't think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the coolest team we've talked about today? That BC one was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretty dope. It's pretty, pretty dope. Um, yeah, I'd probably say that too. Yeah. It's a pretty cool team. Cool. Close call. Done. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah. So but they can reach us at close calls pod 
Yeah. Maybe we maybe we'll throw some of these characters in uh in one of our versus episodes. Yeah, definitely. That'd be cool. I mean? Throw like our original Black Panther in there or something like that. Our original Ghost Rider? Yeah, Mammoth. Mammoth mm-hmm. riding Mammoth Ghost Rider. Rider. Gotta believe it. But yeah, all right. Tell us where they can reach us, Sean. Close calls pod. They can do it on Gmail. They mm-hmm. can do it on Facebook. Yep. They can do it on Instagram. They can do it on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. let us know uh what you thought. Let us know uh if you knew any of this information, if you found any of it interesting. Uh yeah. what's your favorite alternate version of these teams or even of these characters? Um, if you don't know the alternate versions of the team or you know, if there's a team you want us to talk about or anything like that, what was your favorite team that we talked about? Let us know. Feel free. Email us in. If you're listening right now, if you made it to this very specific moment of the show, which is one hour, eight minutes, and two seconds, email us. Get on Facebook. Send us a message. Get on Instagram, DM us, whatever you want to do, however you want to reach us, let us know. Any thoughts, we'll give you a shout out on the show. We promise. But thanks for listening to this. That's the best thing you could do. Make sure you tell a friend. If you haven't subscribed already, (laughs) subscribe. I'm serious. I mean, like, if you enjoy the show, if you're still listening to us, if you've been listening since the beginning, or if this is your first episode and you enjoyed it, tell a friend that you feel like would be interested in, in hearing some of this stuff, too. I know that this can be, this is kind of a very um, niche topic. Not everybody cares to listen to two random guys talk about this kind of stuff for an hour. But if you know some people who who would enjoy it, let them know about it. Why are you just staring at me? You're just like, if you tell a friend and then that friend tells Tells another friend. friend, I'm just saying. And then then they tell two more friends. Then those two friends tell 10 friends. I mean, we'd be blowing up, man. We'd be blowing up. We'd have way more than the 11 listeners that we have now. Hey, we have, you're always selling a short, man. (laughs) All right, fine. 13. (laughs) 13. So if you 13 people tell two other people, that's 26 people. (laughs) 26 more people that at least know about the show. Boom. Mathematics. Alright guys, until next time. <laughs> I'm ending it now. Right. Until next time. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.